can't believe we're finally here. With all that we've imagined, the reality of this night is sure to make this the best night ever. At the gala, at the gala, in the garden, I'm going to see them all. All the creatures, I'll befriend them at the gala. All the birdies and the critters, they will love me big and small. We'll become good friends forever. November 11th, I'm your host, Pandora Rose. This is co-host number one. Nikki Sukinoko! Woo! And this is co-host number two. Hey, guys, it's Summerblade. And Princess Twilight Sparkle took over the switchboard for a second. (laughs) Yeah, I heard that, and she apparently had some issues with it. Yes. She decided she wanted to try it out and see what it what it, how it worked and yeah well <laughs> it did not work well for her. Ah, I, I told her she better leave it to the professionals. <laughs> okay, we'll blame it on the ponies for now. Yes. So how has everyone's week's been? Not too bad. Um, packing for a move, the doctor's appointment. I've been breathing in a lot of dust, so my chest feels like I have pneumonia, even though I don't have pneumonia. But on the plus side, I'm watching my daughter play with the G1 My Little Pony Nursery She's playing with all her McDonald's ponies and Ponyville and blind bags in the nursery. Aww. She got mad because the 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 large pla the large plastic molded Celestia, not the talking one, but like the one that came with like the collector set. That one doesn't doesn't fit in the nursery. <laughs> made her mad. It's on the bottom, but not on the top. Well, then, you know, she can send them all, everyone off to bed before before Princess Luna comes to give them 
you know, they're good night dreams. <laughs> Does that work? Oh, for goodness sake, blog talk is picking me off today. I four did not ads. do it. Four ads since I opened up blog talk today, and it's logged me out again. <laughs> I didn't do it. I paid the bill. <laughs> I know you did. Obviously you did, because here we are. Um... So yeah, I mean, I I I had actually planned on customizing this nursery. You know, it's Uh-oh. missing the thing on like a, a sign, I think, on the back that goes above E and F. It's missing half the rainbow on the front, and I was planning on customizing it and turning it into a steampunk workshop. Ooh! But All now right. that Melody has claimed it, I feel like I kind of have to leave it as is, at least until she actually does break it. Well, I mean, if she's enjoying it. Well, I mean, this is just why I would really like Hasbro to get off their dust and make a proper My Little Pony Castle. None of the pony castles have really been a real dollhouse yet. Yeah, they've all been kind of pieces of cardboard now, haven't they? Pieces of cardboard. Well, the ones that are yeah. plastic. The ones that are plastic are very two-dimensional. Like, you know, it's they don't have walls. They're I I, I don't even yeah. They kind and of like look like old like, movie backdrops. Exactly. You know, like, you're like, oh, look, we're in a western town. I'll look at the back. (laughs) (laughs) You know? They're nice for display purposes, but for playing with, they kind of don't give you much to go with. Yeah, I mean, there's very little flooring. There's, you know, there's no really looking in the windows and imagining what it's like to be little and live inside there. Maybe I'm the only one that did that with my dollhouses and pony houses, but I know I did that too. I shake my fist at thee, sir. <laughs> Let me oh. come over there. You just watch. Uh oh. I believe. I believe Pony Husband has done something wrong. It sounds like Pony it. Husband, Pony Husband is, is of course, the closet brony, and he's trying to offer his peanut gallery quip commentary. <laughs> <laughs> he what is the name of his opinion? What's the name of the character that is best friends with Lyra? Bon Bon. See, he knows it's Sweetie Drop. Also called Bon Bon. <laughs> Her name he is Bon Bon. He, he, he says he prefers the name Sweetie Drop. Her name is Bon Bon. 
tell Pony Husband until he comes out of the closet, his opinions must be kept to himself. <laughs> Joe says the Pony God here, the Goddess here. No, the person knows that her name is. Until you come out of the pony closet, you don't get to have commentary. (laughs) Nobody's supposed to know that her name is Special Agent Sweetie Drops. (laughs) Remember? I know. (laughs) You're going to blow her cover, pony husband. Exactly. And yeah, Melody's okay. playing with all her blind bags, formerly my baits. They're I'm, they're they're only baits because I planned on baiting them. They're actually all in really good shape. But, but it's well, like I I feel like my place in the pony universe has shifted. <laughs> like I used to be a collector and a customizer, but now I am actually a My Little Pony mummy. Not just because I have My Little Ponies, but I am a mommy of someone who now collects My Little Ponies. Well, you have now experienced what little Alley Cat has experienced. <laughs> it, I, I will say, having kids and watching them get into the toys that you played with and, and integrating the toys you played with with the version of ponies that they play with it's it's really an incredible experience i'm almost cheering up here Do that, oh, hi, amy. oh sorry hey amy yeah samantha says the chat's not working i opened oh. it oh right. mm-hmm. sure let me reset the um in the studio. She can't do it, Captain. We need more dilithium crystals. <laughs> I cannot do a Scottish accent to save my life. It comes out as I don't know. Gosh gosh darn it, Indian? Captain. We just don't have any more. I can't give it any more. I can't give her any more than what you I've already given you. Yeah. Is that better? <laughs> My husband is now showing me up. He's doing a much better Scotty impersonation. Hey, what about mine? <laughs> it's better. It's better than yours too. Dang it! Ah, but I'm Although sure he can do very it's good. Not, it's not as good as Simon Pegg's, though. It's not as good as Simon Pegg's. <laughs> good. Or John Leguizamo, sure. for that matter. But I'm sure he can't do a good Irish accent like me. I'm not sure that's an Irish accent. At least it's not the the part of Ireland. I have no idea. At least it's not the part of Ireland that I'm familiar with. (laughs) Okay, let me give you my Italian. My Luigi Mario. I'm absolutely convinced that real Italian people do not talk like... Like the character from Lady in the Tramp. They do not say, I hope you have a meatball. I, I think that's really a terrible stereotype that we really need to stop using. All the Italian people I know talk more like Danny DeVito. 
Most of them have a Brooklyn accent. Because most of the Italians okay. I know are actually from New York. I have, I have heard. Okay, I am from Chicago. Okay. I have heard enough a, a Chicago Italian accents to take and <laughs> beat the cat with. Don't get me into Greek. <laughs> you don't want me to do Greek. But the only thing I could do in Greek is hit somebody. <laughs> and I can hit well, them like a real like Greek to lots of languages. <laughs> exactly. I know. Can Greece, we get a, yeah. an Italian person in the chat room to let us know Samantha's how here. accurate <laughs> that that portrayal is? <laughs> because I don't know. I'm skeptical. Anyway, um, you know, well, it's like, well, I can't. I love Peter Pan, Disney's Peter Pan, but I have a really hard time watching it now. Because I know that Native Americans do not talk like the Native Americans in Peter Pan. I find the the stereotype of Native Americans in Peter Pan actually terribly offensive, and I'm afraid to let Melody watch it now. Hmm. I didn't think about it as a kid because no one thought about it when it, back in the 80s, apparently. But oh, but unfortunately, see here 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 comes the problem. Okay. And yes, I'm going to step up on my soapbox. Okay. Political correctness is all fine and good. But you know what? There is a difference between political political correctness in the way that you're using it and just being aware that you're promoting a negative stereotype that isn't actually accurate. Hey. There's a middle ground. I promise there's a middle ground. I hope so. Just that you can you can be you can choose to be aware that it's not a correct stereotype and not use it yet not be promoting the whole safe spaces. We can't say that or it might hurt somebody's feelings. It's just like treat people how you want to be treated. Do you want someone coming up to you telling telling you what well, they think I don't your think. Chicago accent is? Have you I'd seen have you, like? Do you want to see the bottom you know, of the, in, um, Lake Michigan? <laughs> exactly. I'll give you a personal tour. I, I, you know, like <laughs> like when people tour. come to Oregon, like when people from like New York and Brooklyn come to Oregon. And they pronounce Oregon incorrectly, and we're like, no, it's Oregon. And they're like, no, it's Oregon. We're like, no, it's not. We live here. We know how it's pronounced. Shut up. (laughs) You know, it's just one of those things. It's like, how about this? Just when you wait to let her see Peter Pan until she is old enough to where you can teach her. That that is not how Native Americans really are. Yes, that's probably what I'll do. I'll, it, I guess I may incorporate it as a like a lesson about the way cultural understanding has changed in our country over the space of the last hundred years. There you go. You know, well, where the, there it's was like the, the time disclaimers. 
Yeah, it's like the disclaimers they put on um, in front of the, the the old Warner Brothers cartoons. You know, they say that there are stereotypes that are portrayed in the old cartoons that are incorrect now, and there might be they might seem offensive. But to take the stereotypes out would be like saying that this never happened at all, and that's disrespectful in a sense exactly. too. That's just like with it, yeah, that's true. Just like with Dumbo, okay. You have the black crows, where they took it out for a while, but then because they were trying to say, you know, we're we're trying to be politically correct, but then you had people saying, but then you're it's exactly what you just said. Yeah, yeah. You you can't well, pretend I mean, as though they never existed, but you can't perpetuate them and make it even worse. Right. I mean, as yeah. far as the crows go Dumbo. in, 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 like, in Dumbo, play devil's <laughs> advocate, I have to say, as a child, I never thought the crows were black people. I thought they were birds. Me too. I just figured that's how birds talked when people weren't around. <laughs> I, I didn't, I never thought <laughs> of them as I mean, actual if you people. Think, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I mean, if you think about it, okay, you know, birds, they all, if you listen to birds, they all no. have their own tones. Someday we have to have a show where he's allowed to participate in a way that isn't disruptive. <laughs> well, anyway. getting into a, a, a series of ponies he actually knows something about, so... He actually, he has seen, like, all of the episodes. He's actually more into keeping up with the show than I am. Again, closet. Well, then he's got, he's got, then he has to come out of the closet in order to participate. I know. That, that is my, that is my rule. And my ruling will stand. (laughs) But anyway, as I was saying, if you think about it, each set of birds has their own vocal tone, okay? A canary doesn't sound like a crow. A crow does not sound like a robin. Well, that is true. No, because we, as we as we all know, robins are voiced by, by Julie Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. But yeah, this so, is slightly I mean, off topic. But, but I, yeah, I totally get what you're saying, though. Like, no, I I, mean, I, 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 I feel like there's a middle ground, like an, a way to introduce when, it while making it still appropriate. Yeah, it's just not. Right Once now. she's old enough to where you can just explain to her that you know this isn't you know supposed to be a stereotype. Well, it it was. It was a stereotype at one point, but it's not a stereotype we embrace in the modern age. Right. This is this is what people thought back in what year was Peter Pan? Um, I am to do this. Disney I believe I think it's the fifties. Fifty three. Yeah. Nineteen fifty three, two years before um exactly. Disneyland opened. And back then, you know, it was a very, very different time. Dumbo was about the same time as well. Was it? 
Let me let me see. Um, Lady and the Tramp was in production in '55. Did you know that? It seems like a new movie to mm-hmm. me, but it was actually from like the '50s. Crazy. Yep. Um, it, that was 1941. That was even earlier. Yep. <laughs> it was actually one of the very first ones that um, Disney did. Although, of course, the first one being Snow White, being the first major feature-length film, which I believe was 1935. Disney's Snow White. Fred thinks it's 38. Ah, we're both wrong. 37. Well, I said it was one of the first. But, of course, you know, we also have to explain to children that storks do not deliver babies. (laughs) Well, that's a long and sordid topic that, you know... But, you know, this is, of course, a good one, you know, to show her about being different. You are right in that Dumbo was the... One, two, three, four... Dumbo was made fun of. Dumbo was the fourth full-length feature film by Disney. Right, and Dumbo was made fun of, and he was bullied. It was. That's why. Well, his yeah. mom was in prison for until he, protecting until he, the until he figured out what he could do with his wings after, of course, becoming drunk and seeing <laughs> pink elephants. <laughs> I totally. Well, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Rudolph's a better story to start kids off with the uh, the whole "it's okay to be different" message. Then yeah, he doesn't get hammered. <laughs> I forgot yeah. they had underage drinking in there. Of course, what is the legal age of drinking for an elephant? <laughs> That's a good um, question. Um, I don't. I don't think there. I don't think there is good for them at, at any point. But anyway, <laughs> I just like sitting here and thought about. It. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> After he t- after he got drunk, oh wait, wait a minute, never mind. I don't, never mind. I don't think it's a good, such a good idea now. <laughs> it was it was definitely one of those moments of oh wait, um, hello. The elephant gets drunk along with did the mouse. Know, up, did you know that up until nineteen eighty six, all the Disney movies were Walt Disney Studios? Yes. 1988 introduced the first, um, you know, not Walt Disney Studios, but owned by Walt Disney Studios film, which was Who Framed Roger Rab- Rabbit under Touchstone Pictures. Oh. Hmm. And then, of course, in 1990 was the DuckTales movie, which was a Disney Toon Studios. Nightmare Before Christmas was Touchstone. <laughs> But yeah, all up until the 80s, for 50 years, it was pretty much straight up Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
And then, of course, came Pixar. Yep, but Pixar wasn't until... On, let me scroll. Actually, Pixar was its own company until they realized that they were going to go under very quickly because the only thing they could animate was a was a lamp, a lamp jumping on a ball. <laughs> um, well, computer animation and and it's was in its kind of infancy in 1995. Like it wasn't really used like that. So it was, no, it was an expensive proposition. But Toy Story was 1995. Yep. And before then, and then eventually, the only thing that was Studio Ghibli. And before that, the only thing they can do is animate a, a animate a, an animation lamp jumping on a ball and then squishing the poor ball and killing it. The poor ball. Oh. Never saw it coming. You focus on weird. You focus on weird things. That was an animated short. Anyway, <laughs> hey, it's me. Me this week. Um, I found out some friends of mine who've been friends with with me for over ten years. Mind you, they're a great deal. I'm half their age. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they were great friends of mine. I got introduced to them, and you know I was of course told you know don't go anywhere near them. They're, you know they're the weird people. So of course you know what I do. Go right to them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you know. I, I went. I went. I went to their house the very first party I ever met them at. <laughs> And um, owned a home called Elmsley Manor. And you can actually look it up because it is actually called Elmsley Manor because it's one of the one of the oldest homes on the north side of Chicago. And on the north side of Chicago, it was um, all the richer. It was a richer neighborhood when Chicago was first built on the lakefront. So all the homes were manor homes, and they were all named. Well, they'd already lived in the house at that point for 10 years when I first met them. I just found out this weekend that they sold their home. No. And it's kind of like, you know, it's sad in the fact. No. Hold on one second. Melody, 
sorry, I changed chairs. Oh, okay. That's chairs. And I told my mother that the chair was not going to work out. I was going to take it back downstairs. This one's not going to work. And you can't manage not trip over even your own feet. You want my jacket? Melody's had a rough week. Aww. But you know, this is the only home she's ever known. She spent three days at the hospital after being born and then came home to here. And we're moving. And seeing me, like, pack up my horses and my ponies, it's really kind of freaking her out. I can just imagine. Are you done now? You know, I mean, when you're two and these things have always been where you could see them. See, it's still not good. boxes and... Uh-huh, right. You know, to, to, to a child that's two who's never moved before, who's never packed before, this must seem like she's never going to see them again. Uh-huh. And then we're going to have to unpack, and she's going to have to get used to a new room, a new place, a new layout. There's a fireplace that I still have to figure out how to baby-proof. That's... It's just it's it's been a really hard week for her. Yeah, first moves okay. are rough. Yes, they oh, are. Oh, but Melody Melody got a new pony this week. Ooh. What is it? Before um, I get in the bed. It's a it's a the Crystal Empire Pinkie Pie. The one with the sparkly, tinsely hair. Oh, okay. It was mine, and it was mint in package, but the glue, I guess, at some point failed, and it came apart, and she found it. Well, what was I going to do? Say no. Just a (laughs) pinkie pie. Like, there aren't a billion pinkie pies. (laughs) It's not one of the, the clear, sparkly ones, so... Well, that's good. Oh, but I'm sorry that your friends had to sell their home. I mean, yeah, because it was kind of like a home away from home for a lot of different people. And, you know, I've gone to a lot of different events there. I actually held my 25th birthday party there. Aww. And it was, I mean, it was... Everything in the house was original. That was the one thing um, they always made sure to keep was everything that was original. But unfortunately, when something original breaks, it becomes expensive to replace that original thing with something that is still original. Oh, I know. Fred's family, um, Fred's great, sorry, dust, great-great-grandparents built one of the first houses in the Metzger area. 
and the, it was just it was a steel mill and a house, and I think it was also the general store, and most of it's still there, but we can't get it listed as a landmark because the people who currently own it, who aren't family members, but the people who currently own it can't afford to keep everything original. They can't afford to to get original 150-year-old window fixtures. You know, they can't, it, they just can't. You can't even find that now. Melody, be nice or I will take it away. Well, the nice thing about, you, um, go ahead. The other, the other side of it is over there if you want it. Uh, right, and the one good thing about the, um, the house being a manor house and being named is the fact that I know that it will never change. Because of the fact of it is a historical landmark and it unfortunately cannot be changed. <laughs> but that was one thing that happened. Um, another thing was Saturday I actually got together with um, a friend and it's a person I have not seen in, you know, several years. And we got together for the first time and she actually brought a couple of friends and we talked ponies. Oh, was this the pony classes you had? Yes, and we did G1s, and we could barely get through G1. <laughs> well, there's because a lot to talk about in the G1s. Oh, yeah. And I bought some of my, um, some, I, you know, don't ever walk into a room full of ponies and say, who wants to go out to do a demonstration? Because, you know, you'll have an entire room yelling, me! <laughs> And having ponies falling off the shelves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Attempting to jump into boxes. But, um, we took an, um, I took a few, a few ponies. I took, um, some of my so softs with. Mmm, fuzzies. Because I figured they'd get a kick out of seeing those. And, of course, I had the hands must be washed first rule. (laughs) Clean hands first. Well, yeah, especially with the so soft because it's a lot harder to clean them. Oh, yeah. And one person was like, I'm not going to touch them because I haven't gotten and washed my hands. And it's like, go wash your hands. Come on. 
<laughs> Go on. And she finally, eventually, she finally went and did it. And she came back and she started touching one of them. And she goes, oh, I'm so glad you made me go and take and wash my hands because, oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, you know, to fully experience any of the generation of ponies, you have to be able to pick up and touch them. It's yes. That's that's the whole thing. Definitely. So, but we've already have already um, agreed that um, we will be doing another class. <laughs> We're going to do another pony teaching class now? Yes. Because I told him we barely are, got are you, through G1s. <laughs> are you going to have to do all the generations for him, or? <laughs> I, I might. You know, up till at least, uh, at least through G2s, because, you know, G2s are a little less known as well. Yeah. I'm sorry, I kind of spaced out there for a second. What? Listen to the show and you'll pick it up. No, she's talking tell me about where we're at. She's, she's talking about the pony classes she had with her friends. Where oh, she was basically okay. taking and teaching them about the G1s, and she's going to have to hold another class because they were barely able to get through G1 because now she's going to teach them about yeah. G2. Yeah. Ah. And we have agreed that instead of doing it at a restaurant, we're going to do it at somebody's house, and somebody's already volunteered their house. So I told him, great, so I can bring uh, play sets. <laughs> Part two of Amy's Pony Lecture Series. <laughs> play sets, and I could just see us all sitting on the floor <laughs> just playing with them. <laughs> It will, of course, be the smaller, easier-to-transport sets. Oh, you mean you're not going to drag Paradise Estate over there? I don't have one. (laughs) But but you know what the funniest thing is? I have 95% of the accessories for Paradise Estate. Right down to the... I have the ceiling fans. For Paradise Estate, I have the plants for Paradise Estate. And you just don't have the building. No, I don't have the building. <laughs> I have everything else. <laughs> because that was part of the five thousand eight hundred nine seven thousand three hundred thirty-seven uh, piece. Um, Accessories lot that I had bought that took me three years to go through, <laughs> mm. and I still have stuff that I still have not identified. <laughs> but the last thing 
for this week is my mother and I have been watching um, Quantum Leap. Oh, yeah. I remember that show. For those of you who don't know what Quantum Leap is, Quantum Leap, it is a show that was late 80s, early 90s. And basically it was about a guy who was basically leaping around in his own lifetime helping to put right what what you know was put wrong before they never figured quite figured out how it was that he was being pushed towards different places but we've over the last couple of months my mother and I have been watching it and we we finally got to season 5 We finally got to the third disc in Season 5. Today we started the second side of the third disc. We watched the first episode, and we watched what... Because they always showed what was going to be happening in the next episode next, unless it was like the season finale. Mhm. And as soon as we saw what happened, we both sat there and said, "This is the last episode." <laughs> yeah, it's an IV source, sweetie. It's the evolved form because. Of <laughs> because the whole the whole purpose was whenever the main character looked into a mirror, he saw the person he had, he had become. And there was yeah. only one episode where he saw himself as he was. And that was the very That's last right, episode. So I came very close to canceling my little pony talk tonight to watch that episode. <laughs> oh, but it's on DVD. You can watch it tomorrow. Oh, but yes. sure. But it's waiting. Oh, but sure. <laughs> Is Melody playing with my favorite Pokemon? She... Well, while we were packing, we found some of my old Pokemon stuff, and I had um, a a role-playing game called Pokemon Junior, and like you, it's it's very much like a tabletop role-playing game, except it also has cards, you know, so that you, you can have something tangible to catch your Pokemon. But um, yeah, she's very excited about them. Yeah, that's an easy. Nice. And I, I don't think they make it anymore, which is a shame, because it was actually a really cool idea. You know, it, it's like it's like tabletop role-playing, only a little more simplistic. But, you know, you still have a person who's reading, okay, so you're 
10 years old and you're going to Professor Oak's lab to catch your first Pokemon. You walk in and you see the lab. What what do you see, you know? Mm-hmm. Roll an observation, you know. But she just has the cards and she's she's quite excited about it. Oh. They clearly they clearly trump Bella Sarah and the angel cards. <laughs> the cards are her thing right now. Flash cards, letter cards, number cards, Pokemon cards, Bella Sarah cards, friends, Romans, countrymen, send me your cards. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously, like, I think we could get rid of all her toys and just give her her different card sets, and she'd be great. Um, <laughs> well, at least cards are easy to store. Yeah, that's true. Samantha wants to know when we're going to talk about the ponies. Here's something I can throw at you. I shake my fist at pizza. Forward, I'm feeling. Anyway, yes, yeah, now are we going to talk about the ponies? Because I have MLP Land opened up, and I have My Little Weeky opened up. Sorry, I just got totally distracted by something. Oh, that's all right. It happens. As long as you get back to where we need you to be eventually. <laughs> I th- I think we should start because I'm people have been waiting a long time for us to do the G4 toys. Okay, hang on a sec. Turn down a little bit. Huh? And right now my internet is working, so. <laughs> yes, this one. I just wanted to make sure the boyfriend could turn the TV down a little bit. And he did. Thank you, baby. All right. Let me get little wiki up. I got an MLP land. Let me get to the proper generation. There we go. All right, I'm ready. All right. Are we all ready? Yeah. Oh, who is who will ever be a G4 line? Ah, my little pony. We already did did that part. I know, but that's, that's... Can I just say, I know we're talking about the toys, not the show, but when the show first aired and they opened with My Little Pony, My Little Pony, ah, I have to say, I think I probably squealed and shattered some glass somewhere. (laughs) I was so ecstatic that it was... It started off with the classic My Little Pony theme. I mean, yeah, it kind of morphed into something more edgy and modern, but it, it still had that My Little Pony, My Little Pony. 
Ah. Enough. I need that to be okay with the show. Yeah, it definitely started out, um, it started out like it was trying to return to its G1 roots. Yeah, I feel yeah. I feel like somehow it's lost its way, but that's another story and shall be told at another time. Yes. So who wants to go right, ahead and start so, with the first pony? Okay, well, in year... In in 2010, the first regular ponies were the playful ponies, I think. No. Well, there was a single release of Princess Celestia. And... Anyway, um, where is it? It uh, it was a big talking one. Yep. Let me. Since we're talking about her, yeah. come here, Sally. Let me put the princess on the phone real fast. I will light the way. That one, right? Yeah. Yep, <laughs> she was pink, and she was huge, and she had the same sort of wings that um, Starcatcher had in the G3 line. Her hair was turquoise, well, kind of a green and kind of a purple, and then a hot pink and more purple, and her tail just had the the green and purple in it though and she had some barrettes and she had a comb and she had a crown and she had her necklace and her shoes were painted but they were painted kind of a pinky purple is that a pinky purple or is that a straight up purple or is it pink um, what color is that (laughs) I would describe it as a darker pink than her body I mean, it does have a slight purple tint to it, but I would just say that it's just a darker pink than her body. Okay. So you pink. can, you can, it. There's definitely a difference between her shoes and her legs, but it's still not show accurate. Yeah. Sorry, I had to run away there because I just realized that you know. An actor who had played in the very first episode of Quantum Leap was going to be in the very last episode of Quantum Leap. And I had to go mention it to Mom. Okay. Sorry. Quantum Leap after ponies. Ponies now. Quantum Leap later. <laughs> okay. Now, now, on. Now, on MLP land, it's saying that Princess Celestia was released, this this particular Celestia was released in 2011, but on My Little Wiki, it lists her as being released in 2010. So, do we know exactly? There's yeah, um, only one. 
There was only one uh, set released in 2010, and that was the um, the collector set. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, because this is definitely listed as 2010 with the Friendship is Magic box set is the first one listed, and then um, the individual Princess Celestia was listed as 2010. She's not listed as 2011. I wish we had more information. Because it yeah, you would say think what that since it, it's, a, it's a more current thing, you would have a better date. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't say if it's Christmas or... Because it might have been released just be, just before Christmas, which would have made it still 2010. Yeah. So let's call it the end of 2010, the beginning of 2011, somewhere in there, with the individual giant-sized Princess Celestia. Hold on one and moment. And even though they made her pink... Even though they made her pink, because she's so freaking huge, it makes it. And even though they changed her eyes to a softer shape, she still looks like a villain because she's huge. Yeah, she kind of towers over everybody else in this line. Like I feel well, like it, I want to buy her. Like, don't they have a Nightmare Moon in that size? Yes, um, Moon is uh, actually smaller. Even Nightmare Moon is actually slightly smaller. So I think what they were trying to do here was she's the older sister. She's the oldest pony around. Therefore, she gets to be the tallest. Well, I feel like she should be, like, entering to Godzilla... You know, and and trampling over Tokyo, just the same. But as far as aesthetic appeal, so like if you didn't, if you didn't watch the show, if you knew nothing about the show, and you just looked at this pony, she is very pretty. You know, I mean, her colors all go together actually pretty well. I will give her that. I didn't like the lines that they gave her in the talking version. Like, they all seemed really Barbie-esque. Well, yeah, I'm because it's... I'm Celestia. I'm the princess. Look at me fly. She sounds like Barbie. Yeah. Oh. And... And so, I mean, that was actually one of the big things that stopped me from ever purchasing this when it was out in stores, was that I just couldn't get behind the words they gave her to say. I I only felt insulted. She sounds like a dingbat. Yeah, exactly. She sounds like a dingbat. And really... (laughs) You know, it's like when my aunt... when When one of my aunts gave my daughter a little pretend Fisher-Price purse, and I ended up taking it away for, from her because when you open the purse, it says any number of lines, including, let's go shopping. Shopping's fun. And I'm like, uh, yeah, no. Let's not. 
<laughs> Indoctrinating two-year-olds into commercialism. That's great. You, you only want to now since the computer is in my laptop. Can you find something else to eat or do, child? Nope. <laughs> Must be involved in mommy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That just so brought this uh, I but finally now, saw the episode where Big Mac... <laughs> Dressed in drag. Oh yeah, where he dressed up as the as the cousin to um, participate in the the sisterhood social with uh, Apple Bloom. Hey, hey guys, hey guys, hey guys. Yes. yes. According to Samantha Duga, she gave me a link in the chat room. Princess Celestia, the big talking one, was released in 2010. Item number two one four five five original retail nineteen ninety nine. That came out just before Christmas. Yep, she says I will light the way. Let's fly to the castle. Um, her wings light up and move when you press the button. Um. She required she required two AA batteries. But yes, yeah, she was apparently a 2010 figure, according to Strawberry Reef. Okay. Okay. And she can be pretty so, pretty um accurate. Yeah. Well, and I'm thinking that because. Um, MLP land is originally from the perspective of um, the like the UK kind of area. Uh, maybe they got it at a, a little bit later than us. Maybe. But can we please later on talk about the sisterhoods episode, please, please? <laughs> later. Yes, I mean later. Like, yeah. So so he's after dark. <laughs> I really that's, definitely, that's definitely a ponies after dark topic. Let's focus here. Come on now. Um, thank you, Samantha. Thank you, Samantha. I'll just eat my brownie. So I'll let I'm you guys talk. Instead of, instead of MLP land, I think maybe we should be going between um, My Little Wiki and Strawberry Reef. Yeah. It sounds like it. Yeah. Although MLP well, Land does have some pretty pictures, though. Um, how about yeah, this? I MLP mean, it's, for pictures, every place else for dates. Okay. All right. So then after... After the release of Princess Celestia and Talking Princess Celestia and the Collector Set in 2010, we we really got going in in 2011. In 2011, things blew up. Oh yeah. 
Yep, 2011 was when, hold on, is this just, oh, I need to go back another button. <laughs> Darn browser button. Yeah. Okay, the Playful Ponies, Wave 1, okay, it, um, uh, G4, all releases, okay, the Playful Ponies were also released in 2010. They came with an animal friend, a comb, and either a saddle or a wagon to carry the animal friend. And there was an obnoxious little thing on the package that says, Pony, where's the saddle? Pony pulls the wagon. (laughs) And so when when I gave my friend, Tammy, her first G4, it was Rarity, and she, not only did she look at it and say, what is this? But when she read Pony Pull, Pony Wears the Saddle, she ended up putting the saddle on the bird, just to be <laughs> contrary. <laughs> <laughs> I would have, because, yeah, of course the pony's the one that wears the saddle. You don't need to say that. It's fairly obvious. <laughs> okay, okay. We are talking about a generation of people where you need to have it written in big, bold letters. Contents you know, may I, be hot. I, I, do I did, not put in between thighs. Do not park you car over open You do realize that's not, that's not for the generation of kids. That's for the generation of adults that, like, came before us, right? You, you realize that, right? Those are the people who need that. Yeah, You don't get the hot well. coffee as hot. <laughs> I don't get the cold yeah, coffee is cold. But you, you know, know, I would think you know parking car over open flame <laughs> like one of those obvious. Um, hey, oh, hey, duh. but I have I have to disagree with you though because I know what you're referencing and actually the when the lady spilled the coffee, the cop the car was parked and she was a passenger. And she was opening it to add cream and sugar. It was so hot that it but caused third-degree burns. And coffee ooh. should never be hot enough to cause third-degree burns. So, I mean, and if they, if there was absolutely no room in the cup, they did they didn't fill it to the correct level. So. Unfortunately, when the, the this was an old lady, by the way, she was like in her seventies, and when she wasn't awarded very much for in her lawsuit because all she was doing for was to have her hospital bills paid, and when she won, they made her sign a thing saying she would never talk about it. So when the company went and defamed her, she had no ability to defend herself because she had signed a a legal document saying that she wouldn't talk about it. Uh It was only after she died that her daughter came and set the record straight because the old lady was getting hate mail up until she died. 
Well, that's a shame. It is. But yeah, it so 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 that 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 particular lawsuit that that you're referencing, um, the way all of us have we're, we're hearing it for a long time was not actually the way it actually happened. But anyway, moving on to the pony. They had the one of the show ponies, one of the main six, and they did have an, a, a comb and a saddler, a wagon, or an animal friend. And I think some of us were were all pretty disappointed by some of the choices that came with the the ponies. I know I was. I mean, Applejack. Let's let's just start with Applejack, and we'll go from there. Well, yeah, because well, Applejack was pretty good because she came with her little dog. Yeah, she came with a dog that actually looks very much like Winona. Mhm. Um, I think we were all disappointed to find out that they were all still one-sided. But out of all the ponies, Applejack has one of the best head-to-body matches of any of the main six that were initially released. Yeah, she usually doesn't have much discoloration in her plastic. Yeah. Now, her hair is not the same color as G1 Applejack's. It's a little bit lighter yellow. But I think we were all, you know, we figured it was close enough. At least I did. Yeah. But I was really I was really disappointed she didn't come with her hat, even though it shows her in a hat on the box. And she doesn't have her freckles. Yeah, the that was thing another was, thing. Yeah. The big thing for me though was Applejack has been and still is notorious for having dirt eyes. Like when the eyes get painted on, one one side is higher than the other. You have to really hunt to find one with a balanced face, which is disappointing. Yeah, let me have a look. I got a whole bunch of AJs over here. Mm, funky eye. That one's got funky eyes. Well, I got one that's kind of evenish. Yeah. And and then my other big disappointment with the eyes was that like they don't look like the eyes on the box. So her her eyes are the right color, but they're not really the right shape. She doesn't really have apologetic facial expression. Well, yeah. In fact, I'd, I'd say, if anything, she just kind of looks bored. Like, oh, it's you. <laughs> well, the, that's a problem that a lot of the G4s seem to suffer from, is that they don't really have very expressive faces. Yeah, and I think, I mean, what I loved about the G1 ponies when I was a kid was they all had a different facial expression, you know? The shy pose looked shy or kind of sad. Um, the the posy pose, I thought, looked kind of snobby. You know, you could you could make up a character for for the for the pony 
without ever having watched the show because there was so much character between the back card and the way the pony looked. And even though there's been... Yeah, and even though there's been a lot of people who have complained, well, you know, the original My Little Pony show was just to sell ponies. Well, that may be, but you didn't need to see the show to buy the ponies because the ponies were 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 a story in and of themselves, just on the shelf. Yeah. If, if you never had a TV, you had a feel for the character because, you know, it wasn't just Pony Pulls the Wagon. It was once upon a time, there was a pony, and her name was Glory, and Glory was in search for a child who believed in magic, and, you know, that was the back card back then, and now the back card is, Applejack works on the farm. Yeah, I mean, which she does, but you don't know that, from that, you don't know that she has a family, and she have has friends, and her family is this one of the... Well, her family is the sole provider of the main food source of the town that she works in. But she has her an old brother who the, doesn't talk much, you know. They're the founders she, of, of Ponyville. Yeah. Well, and actually, she, he talks more. Yeah. He, he, he talks, talks more. Originally. But, but like, originally, <laughs> like, he, it was yes, nope, and that's an awful lot of work for one little pony. Those were his three last <laughs> Um. Yes, but you know so, what? Well, for a man, that should be what 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 is everything. Hey, that's not nice. Yep, he works. He works hard anyway, and doesn't talk point, a whole lot. The, the point is, is that you don't know that about Applejack because, like, really, the back card tells you nothing. It doesn't tell you that she's honest. You know, it doesn't Mm-mm. even tell you that she lives at Sweet Apple Acres. Well, she works on a farm, wears a saddle, and carries her dog. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, but I mean, as far as her coloring goes, I think she was the most successful ex- successful of all the four that they did. It was the close. She was the closest to being show accurate. Out of all of the six ponies. Yes. And then yeah, our most, next most one. Definitely. Yeah. The next one is Fluttershy. And Fluttershy, I was surprised because instead of having that pretty light pink hair, that and and I knew exactly what color I was expecting it to be based on the show. You know, I was expecting it to be cotton candy pink. Yeah. And it ended up being a bubblegum pink. And I was kind of upset by that. I'm like, her hair is the wrong color. Why is her hair this dark? And by contrast on the package... Now her eyes are the most uh, are, are are pretty close to her show eyes, pretty close, but again still lacking in depth. Like there's not enough color and too much black. But I did like that she came with Angel Bunny. 
And then Angel Bunny looks just like Angel Bunny, except they gave Angel Bunny a bow for some. Does Angel Bunny have a have a bow? Mm-hmm. Not that I'm aware of. And if he if he did, he'd probably rip it off. Yeah, actually, he did once when um she was um grooming him. And she oh. said, and now oh. let's put a little bow on you just to finish you off. And he looked and he up at her like up. she had just grown three lots, heads. Lots. Like she had just lost her pony cider. <laughs> drink too much pony cider. Drink too much of um the cider that um is only made once a year. Ripped it off, and it was kind of gave her that look, kind of like you put that bow back on me. I'm gonna kick you in the butt. <laughs> well, Angel Bunny's Angel Bunny's a little bit of a jerk sometimes, but you know, Angel, Angel Bunny, Bunny has, has a personality. amount of character for an animal companion. He certainly does. He's he's almost. Part of the main show's characters just by himself. Oh. Winona doesn't. Not even Winona has that much character. No. Like I think Angel Bunny's right up there with Spike. So I was happy that Fluttershy if got. You, if you actually look at Angel Bunny, okay. Look how nice and sweet Fluttershy is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Look at how Angel is. <laughs> okay? Yeah. That right there is zen. <laughs> yeah. They balance well, each other out. True. <laughs> that is yin true. Yin and yang. Yin and yang. It's... Oh, I did forget forget to mention something about the Winona, the brown puppy that came with Applejack. I was actually excited about the dog for another reason. Why is the that? dog kind of harkened back to my memories of Brandy from Peachy's Pretty Parlor. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, seeing a dog come back and be such an appropriate companion for the pony that they put it with was was very exciting for me. And again, I was oh, I yes. was really excited to see Angel Bunny with Fluttershy. And it's, aside from her hair, her she also had a pretty good head-to-body match. Yeah. And her eyes are usually balanced. They're about the right shape. Her, her cutie mark is spot on. Again, only one-sided, which is always kind of depressing. Um, so, you know, I wasn't really, I didn't really mind Fluttershy or Applejack so much. And, and, um, yeah. And then there was Pinkie Pie. (laughs) Then there was Pinkie Pie. (laughs) That I was that a I lot was... of people dread, and then there was Pinkie Pie. I think that's and... what everybody said at the convention. They were like, not another Pinkie Pie, no! 
Like, seriously, they couldn't have gone with either of the two cotton candies. But I have, over the years, come to really love G4 Pinkie Pie. I still despise G3 Pinkie Pie, but I love G4 Pinkie Pie. But I G4 Pinkie like Pie I think when everybody saw Pinkie Pie at the convention, they were thinking, oh, my God, not again. She is going to be, is she never going to go away? And then everybody saw the show, and then it was like, oh, I like Pinkie Pie now. <laughs> we can kind of live with it. But the yes, thing the toy, like, and, well, and, and the, the original toy that came with the collector set was promising because her hair was molded and show accurate. But then when they released the Playful Ponies, her hair is straight. She has almost no tail. It's really thin. She's got a huge mane, and it's not curly. It's straight. And we all know that she's more Pinkie Pie. When she has a straight mane, bad things are going to happen. That that yeah, that's that's crazy that one. is that's, evil. That yeah, that is G three. That's when she starts talking back to flowers. Yeah. You know what? You know what? You know what? Wait, 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 wait! I got a good one here. Straight hair Pinkie Pie is G three Pinkie Pie. Well, you know, I, I guess a lot of fans have started differentiating straight hair Pinkie Pie and curly hair Pinkie Pie as Pinkie Pie having multiple personality disorder, and straight hair Pinkie Pie is Pink Amina Diane Pie, and curly hair Pinkie Pie is Pinkie Pie. But going back to the figure, I like my idea. I was <laughs> going back. Well, to that's the a possibility figure, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Going back to the figure, I was really disappointed that her hair was straight. I did like her eyes. Her eyes are the only eyes that are exactly like the characters on the show. She is the only pony out of any of the main six whose eyes are precisely like the characters on the show. So at least she has that going for her. Right. But then, like, they gave her a mouse, which, and it was yellow, like a yellow mouse. Why a yellow mouse? Where did they even find a yellow mouse? It looks like Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, and she has an alligator. Well, at the Where time, is her alligator? I can't, re- I know. I was, I, I mean, I think before we saw the episode where Gummy was introduced, I think my thinking was, oh, a mouse is kind of, like, jittery, so maybe that's why they gave her a mouse. But then when the show came out and she had Gummy the alligator, I was like, I want Gummy! Where's my where's my toothless alligator, dang it? A lot of people wanted Gummy. Because, yeah. I mean, it's just a pet alligator with no teeth. That's absolutely ridiculous and wonderful. That's Pinkie Pie. Yeah, I mean, Gummy is absolutely perfect for Pinkie Pie in that he seems like his stare is so vacant and he doesn't quite make sense, but it's 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 just part of Pinkie Pie. And instead we got a yellow a yellow mouse. And I was I was genuinely upset to find out that they originally gave her a yellow mouse and then they upgraded her to a toothless alligator. It's like, why? 
Why can you give us a toothless alligator? <laughs> well, I did so, see when when the meat they found out about gummy, a lot of people, especially on the arena, started making custom, custom gummies. gummies. Yeah. Well, and you know, the person who made the best one was that geek girl. Oh, yes. I saw that one. She made spot-on gummies. And I, I was never able to, to, like, at the time she was making them, I just did not have the time or the finances to really commission anybody. So I never got one, and I regret that because I really, I still need a gummy. And I could make one myself, but I don't think I could ever make one as good as that geek girl did. Um, so that was Pinkie Pie. Um, next up is Rainbow Dash. And I was even more disappointed with Rainbow Dash. Guess what? I was more disappointed with Rainbow Dash. Broken up yes. rainbow. Broken up rainbow. <laughs> Woohoo, I guess right. Show. And her hair is so long. Like on the show, her bangs have the red, orange, and yellow, and it comes to the front. And then in the back, it's got the, the green, the blue, and the purple, but it's still all there in the main. And hot stuff wouldn't have been so hard for them to do. And then they have the purple a little bit of purple and blue for her tail and it just it's so far from show accurate and then her eyes aren't even her eyes they're basically the same eyes they gave Applejack she doesn't look funky she doesn't look like she's you know gonna take some names and kick some ass like Rainbow Dash does she looks placid <laughs> Just kind of like, hey, I'm here. But, that's you know, that's sort of, that's, that's sort of that's sort of the same. You. <laughs> that's sort of the same problem a lot of the G4 suffer from is that they don't have much in the way of facial expression. Yeah. And no, I knew, I, like... I knew you were going to complain about the broken up rainbow. I know. I can't I, help it. I'm amazed. <laughs> I was spoiled by the G1 Rainbow Ponies. They had only four colors in their main two, but at least it was it was red, yellow, green, and blue. You could forgive them for leaving out orange and purple. I'm amazed you're not upset about the fact that they gave her a chipmunk. It was actually, it's, first of all, it's a squirrel. It's a red squirrel. I know because I customized Tony once. <laughs> but, um, you know, I didn't mind the squirrel because squirrels are kind of hyper and Rainbow Dash is kind of hyper. Until I saw the episode where Rainbow Dash finally picks a pet and it's cake. And I'm like, they couldn't have given her a turtle in the beginning? Like... What's some continuity? Please, come on now. Well, they gave her tank eventually in the toy line, but we'll get to that. Yeah. I think what it was was. 
I think you need less coffee. coffee. I think you need less coffee. I would like coffee with eggnog. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) All right. So, Rainbow Dash, again, I bought one. I have one on display. I have one mint in the package. I did like the color red that they chose. Like, I'm glad that they didn't just give her, like, a dark pink. You know, I I think that the orange, the red and the orange and the yellow and the green that they did choose were the right colors. It's just, I feel like they took the lazy way out with her hair. As far as, and, and, and I've never liked how little of a tail they have. When on the show, their tails are thick and luxurious, like Pinkie Pie's hair there. Yeah, <laughs> but it just like they have too much hair in their manes, except for Applejack, and not enough hair in their tail. Like, couldn't you just redistribute it a little bit? Like, it need a t- some, tail transplant. Yeah, like well, yeah. some critical. It I usually the ponies. When I customize these, I usually I usually expand <laughs> and give them much thicker tails. What about you, Summer? When you do you when you customize a G4, do you give them thicker tails or leave it as is? Oh, oh no, no, they get thicker tails. The, the oh, ones yeah. that get tails, yeah, they get thicker tails. So you guys do um, the hair tail for ponies? Yes, we yeah. do tail club for ponies. Thank you. Well, let me see if I... I can't seem to find any of my... I think I do have custom G4s, but I believe they're packed away because they're the Avengers set. Yeah, see, right now, all my mint in box... I have all of these mint in box, (coughs) but they're all packed right now. Um, otherwise, I'd be reading to you. They're very um, lackluster back cards. Um, the, the two worst ones, the two very worst ones of Wave 1. Are, wait, a minute, are wait, a minute, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We do have to pay a little bit of homage. Okay. If you are looking at summer, if you're looking at Strawberry Reef site, okay, are you noticing what she's doing? In reference to what? Go back to Applejack. Uh huh. What is right next door? A thing that says wave one. Strawberry leaf. I'm go looking at strawberry leaf. Look, go back to Applejack. Apple Click on Applejack. Oh, yeah. Strawberry Reef site is giving us the information that would be how these characters came about. Applejack, of course, Applejack from G1 line. 
Fluttershy oh, yeah. was actually a combination of G1 Posey and G3 Fluttershy. Well, I, I also think that she sort of pays homage to G2. Um, what was the yellow G2 with the pink butterfly? Sky Flutter? Sky Skimmer. Sky Skimmer. She might yeah. be. She might be. Well, email Summer, Re- email summer and email Strawberry Reef and Maybe she'll put that in there. But um, yeah. Rainbow Dash is a combination of G1 Firefly and G3 Rainbow Dash, because look at her symbol. Well, yeah. I mean, G4 Rainbow Dash really, truly is a hybrid of those two in a way that the other characters aren't. Like, I mean, yeah. it does take... it's. It's Rainbow Dash is rainbow at the top. It's Fireflies, Lightning Bolt at the bottom. It's Firefly Spirit with Rainbow Dash's colors. It really is the best hybrid of the lot. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So thank you for telling me to click on this. This is pretty cool. This has much better close-ups of like the eyes and the cutie mark and stuff. Yeah, because I, I, I happened to be away when you guys were starting to talk about everything, so I didn't click on anything yet. Then I clicked okay. on, I clicked on Rainbow Dash, and it's like, wait a minute, we are we are missing something here. We are missing a key point that here that stra- this that Strawberry Reef has actually figured it out. <laughs> well, part of part of what she's figured out actually was passed around um, Facebook a while back. There's a chart, and she's just taking various parts of the chart. Yeah. Um, like she on rarities, which is the one we're about to do. She doesn't do that. Um. But rarity is. Well, loosely based off a of G1 Sparkler and then has G3 Rarity's name. Yes. Yeah. Um, and and she has G1 Glory's color scheme. Yes. Yeah. Now, um, I, would, I am a big fan of a white unicorn. We all know this. That's why Moondancer and Gloria are some of my favorites. Um... So when when I went out to buy my first G4, it was it was such an exciting moment for me. I went out to Target, and I got Rarity. And when I I was so excited when I first bought her, and then when I opened her up and really looked at her, I noticed that her head was gray and her body was white. She had regrind. You've told this story and, yeah. several times. <laughs> well, well, Pandora, I guess you and I both like to tell the same story over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that was the problem both, with the white plastic in the G4 line. Because well, let me take a look at the G4 village here. 
pick out another white pony. Let's have a look at Sweetie Belle. She's got a head and body match problem. Well, and her I body's think part kind of, of gray. the problem is that because they use different plastics, even if they're using the same dye, it's going to take to the different plastics differently. And I think the reason why Rainbow Dash, Pinkie Pie, Fluttershy, and Applejack didn't have as much of a problem, there was still a slight variation, but it wasn't as pronounced, and I think that's just because those are darker. They're mid-tone colors. Middle orange, dark yellow, middle pink, middle greenish blue, teal. But white and dark the darker purple are very difficult colors in any dyeing situation. You know, white, you're basically taking all the color away or leaving it neutral. So that head, the way her head is, is probably the lightest white that that particular type of plastic comes. And then the plastic that her body is, is a totally different plastic, and that's probably just whatever that white color is. There's no real way you can fix the problem because they're different plastics. And when you're making white on a physical object, you're you're taking all the all any any hints of another color out. You're bleaching it, and there's only so much you can do with that. But I'm yeah. really disappointed. Like Rarity in the show, her hair is only one color of purple. And yet her hair had two colors for no reason. For no reason. Her hair wasn't styled correctly. Mine had regrind on the non-display side cheek. And then even though in the first show she's like she's got opalescence, instead of giving her a white cat, they gave her that crappy little bluebird. That's you like her figure out the crappy little bluebird. Why? Why is it she, she? She obviously has a cat. Why would she have a bird? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. She she does not. She she designs clothes. I would think somebody would be afraid to have birds around fabric because they have a tendency of flying around, landing, and then. I think we can guess the rest. <laughs> oh yeah, I can tell you a lot of things that the birds that birds will do on fabric. Yeah, I'm. Sh- I mean, it's just right, pony birds. <laughs> silent for the first time. They're like, we didn't do nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't know what you are talking about. You, you, you have gone insane. They know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm getting evil yellow eyes from both of them. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, and if they were going to give Rarity a bird, they should have given her a bird that fit her personality, not a songbird. Like, if she was going to have a bird, you know it would be a peacock. Oh, yeah. Or a swan. Something with style and grace, because that's who Miss Rarity is. You know, she's not a she's not a singer. No, that Fluttershy. No, she would have. No, she would have totally have gotten a peacock, simply yeah. because of the fact 
that a male peacock, how, you know, flamboyant they are and just how, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> if, if they were going to give her a bird, it needed to be a peacock, something that fit her personality. So I was really very disappointed in this particular of, of their wave one pony and animal friends. Um Playful pony line. Um, overall, I mean, I like Rarity's color scheme. I just wish that they would have gone with a high, they would have kept the body and the head the same type of plastic. There was really no reason to have different types of plastic. We have plenty of G1 and G3 ponies with super hard plastic that's difficult to customize. We all know this. Every one of us who's ever customized a G3 or a G1 knows that there are certain G1s and G3s that are made of super hard plastic. They can only be rehaired with a rehairing tool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So there's no reason why they would have, why they needed to give a softer plastic to the head, but not to the body. You know, it just and. The fact, I mean, I liked the fact that all of these, which we haven't mentioned yet, the head turns. For the first time on a on a My Little Pony, the head turns but doesn't have a giant freaky goiter ball joint. You know? Oh um, well, yeah, on the um. Well, let me see if I can. Yeah, because on the G3s, they kind of bulged a little bit. Yeah, well, and on the G2s, the articulated ones, some of them did have that big, giant, freaky goiter ball joint at the neck. Like, why? Anyway, well, they they went with a with a different mechanism for the turning heads in the G4 line. They had the neck plug, yeah. which was the frustration of many a customizer when the G4s first came out, and you had to figure out how you were supposed to get this thing out of the pony to get to the tail. Yep, I remember. I remember watching a couple of YouTube video tutorials, you know, and looking at the pictures. And we, I think we were all going, "Oh my God, it's a Frankenstein neck plug!" It, it was. It harkened back to the neck plug that um, G3 Starcatcher had, only more fragile. Yeah. Like, ah. But, I mean, and and that was cool, but the fact, I mean, because the head turns, it really should have been a double-sided cutie mark, because this assumes that the head is only going to face one way and you're going to display it. Like, in a play aspect, it's a very poor design for a pony whose head can turn both ways. Right. And then... And then the worst, absolute worst one out of all six was, of course, our lead heroine, Twilight Sparkle. Yeah, because she had a, a lot of head and body match problems. Like, yeah. her head was dark purple, her body was light purple, almost kind of a pink color. Her cutie mark was fairly visible on the body color that they went with. It's totally not the same body color that she has on the show. Her hair is the wrong colors and in the wrong places and the wrong wrong hairstyle. She's wearing a saddle that I've never seen her. Yeah. 
in the wrong lane. She has a saddle that totally clashes with her. And she's never worn really worn a saddle on the show. And then in, instead of giving her Spike, our leading man, she gets an owl. But it's not even owlicious, owlicious that she gets later. It's a hot pink owl with purple bangs. What owl has bangs? I ask you. And actually, when I originally got my Twilight Sparkle and I was looking at the animal, I was trying to figure out what the heck it was. Like, what kind of animal is this? Some sort of a bird. Oh, it's probably supposed to be an owl. But why didn't they give her spikes? So, I mean, really, out of all the characters, you know, it just... There's really Twilight Sparkle and Rarity ended up getting the shortest sticks because of their head and body mismatches, with Twilight being the worst. And the fact that they were not given animals that may that they were seen with regularly in the show. You know, Opalescence is always with Rarity at her boutique. Spike is never not next to Twilight Sparkle. There should have been Spike. I think we were all expecting Spike to be with Twilight Sparkle. Yeah, I think so, too. So this was, you know, the first introduction to Brushable Ponies that the G4 gave us. And I will admit, I do have all of these. I do, too. I think like I've I got all of them, but I don't have them in their boxes. I have, I, oh. as, as, as I've always said, I need at least one set for display, one set for mint and package, and then a bunch for customizing. And I, I, you know, the first rarity that I bought ended up getting customized into the G, G1 to G4 unicorn, truly. And then I later customized a rainbow dash and her squirrel into a flower pony named Steffi for the flower hey, Stephanotis. Nishi, since we're not going by um, MLP land and the alphabetical thing, why don't we wait to mention who you customized first, second, third, and fourth until Ponies After Dark and try to get... You're the one that wanted to interrupt... You're the one wanted to interrupt the show with Big Mac and Greg. Just saying. Yes, but we had barely started. All I'm saying is that they customize well. Anyway, moving on. I'm only saying it because of the fact that we're not going in alphabetical order. It's going to be not very sure hard to remember. I'm not sure how alphabetical order would would impact my customizing. But anyway, I just Actually remember the first show, show I ever did. 
You really want to go we, and watch Quantum Leap, don't you? <laughs> no, we can, we we we. I can't wait. I I have to wait until tomorrow. You don't know how much this is like killing me right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll watch the show to to have gotten to this point. <laughs> To an episode that, like, I've only seen bits and pieces of. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I watched it a couple of years ago on uh, Netflix. They have the entire series. Actually, no, they don't. Not anymore. The streaming, does not, the streaming no longer has the entire series. It only has certain episodes. Well, but they do they have it, it on in their DVD form. Ago, they did. Anyway, the next wave of ponies there was released in July of 2011. We had to wait till my birthday for the next couple ponies. And there was only two new ones with wave two. Yep, and Wave it was, two um, included the originals, but also included Shirley and Lily Blossom. And Shirley had a ladybug, which I think does go with her personality. Well, at least it's cute with the fact that she's a flower-looking pony. But what got me, I mean, I like her ladybug. Her ladybug is cute and reminds me of the keepers from the 80s. But what got me, what really bothered me about Cheerily, besides her, once again, her hair not being show accurate, I mean, the the colors were, were just not the right colors, but what really bothered me was her cutie mark was totally wrong. It was totally different than Shirley on the show, which yeah. seemed really ludicrous to me considering that she made a point on the show of explaining what her cutie mark meant and how it appeared. Like, she is the pony yeah. that teaches us what cutie marks are and what they're supposed to represent, and then they didn't even give her the right one. No. So hey, and I just have know, one of these, but I wasn't happy with it. And she was, of course, um, designed after G3 Cheerley, who was one of the... Who was the, originally Cherry Blossom. Yes. Before she was decorned. Yes. <laughs> decorned. I, I like that. Well, what else would you call? What else would you say about chopping off a unicorn's horn? That it's murder. That it's horrible. Yes. But decorned sounds less violent. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, if you knew nothing about her, her animal friend is cute. 
a little oversized for a ladybug. Like, that is a huge ladybug. It's the same size as the dog and the bunny. <laughs> it's bigger, actually. Yeah. Than the dog and the bunny. But it's cute. Yeah. But come on, look at Lily Blossom. And she was one of the few Pegasi to get her own line art. Yes. That almost never happens anymore. But Lily Blossom, I think, is one of... It was the first non-show character, because she hadn't really appeared in the show yet. Even as a background no. character. Um, she she reminds me of the purple flutter pony, Lily. Purpley pink flutter pony. But um, mm-hmm. she had yellow hair and that pretty periwinkle color. I think she was, quite frankly, the prettiest pony that they had released to that point. And because she wasn't on the show, I liked her even better because I didn't have any preconceived notions about who she should be paired with. And then I gave her a swan, which was even better. Like, someone had a swan, and I was like, rocking the swan. At least, at least you did not have... Rarity looking at that swan going, that is my swan. I want to, I want to switch with you. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that swan. That swan is mine. <laughs> to, even, even today, even though it's been five years since G4 first premiered, Lily Blossom still remains my favorite of the ponies that they have released. Um, she's one toy. of mine too. She just because I mean they really did a top notch job with both her design and her color scheme and the animal they chose to partner her with. Plus the original lineup. Okay. Uh, we have eight minutes left. Do you think we can get through the third wave? Uh, I don't know. The third wave's got four new ponies in it. Yeah. To do them justice, we're going to need... Yeah, because to do them justice, we'd need more than eight minutes. Because it looks like they all have, um, they actually look like they all have, um, almost all of them have previous, um, reincarnations. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, they do. Are, are my favorites. And some of these I've never seen before, and I want them now. What, some of these G4s? Yes. I believe I have all of them. Let me let me check the G4 village. 
The light's gone out in the cabinet. I'm going to have to fix that. I am only missing one. I'm only missing one from the, the, the next wave that we're talking about. Unfortunately, yeah, I'm all, all of mine are all packed away, waiting for me to finally get a pony room. <laughs> yeah, I mine are packed away at the moment, to, too, but... Mine are all going to have to wait until we actually move to finally be released from their boxes and have my uncle look at me like, dear Lord in heaven, what have I let in my house? They're invading. Because <laughs> I know eventually he's going to ask, how many of these do you have? And my my answer is going to be, um... Between G1 and G3, I think it's over 300. The answer to your question (laughs) is yes. (laughs) How many do you have of these? Not enough. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm serious because um, Saturday when I was prepping to do the, um, to do my little um, talk thing, with my friend and her friends, I had gone downstairs. Now, hold on. Let me ask you something about... Has dog gone out? Okay. Yes, I medicated him. I medicated him just in time. He was taking his first pill just as the thunder started. Oh. Okay. Okay, because I'm heading downstairs right now really quick. But, yeah, I mean, as the lines go on, I have fewer and fewer of them, but part of that is that the stores near me really had a hard time getting new product in. Mostly they just got the main six, and they didn't really have any of the new characters. Well, see, I don't know why I didn't pick up on certain ones. It might be just because I don't know why. I really don't know why. Well, there were a couple ones that I didn't get because I was like, eh, you know, it's going to be here a while. I'll just get it on the re-release. And then I'm kicking myself for not picking it up when I first saw it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, some of them I did that too, and I I might have There's... them. I just might not know it because, as I said, um, G4s got packed away right away because of um, I didn't have any place. To, I don't have any place to put them. Okay, so now I used to keep checklists, paper checklists, and I actually have. My original book I used to keep it in, my original folder. I'll take a picture of it. It actually has um, stickers on it, along with the word checklist. (laughs) Oh, Samantha Samantha wants to know which one you're missing. She might have it. I'm I'm missing Cupcake. (gasps) Oh! I might have her. I don't know if I have her. She's got to be somewhere around here. 
Okay, somebody give me a time. Is it time to do chemo now? Yeah, it's nine. It, it, it's it's two minutes till close. Okay, so, so I have enough time. Get, to get her in there real quick. Um, I have enough time to get this computer. Okay, good. Oh. I can do it if you want. I've got it open. I'm almost there. I'm getting there. Because today is actually going to be, since it's going to be raining tonight. Okay. This is Kimono, and you have listened to Bunny Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye. Wow, no, I got that bye-bye. just before it hit 90 seconds. <laughs> Woo, Samantha says, good timing. Samantha says when we get to cupcake slash sugar cup, she has her if we need her for anything about her. Okay, okay. cool. So, um, going back, now this is going back quite a ways. Because I actually had um, the checklists printed out. Now I actually have to t- take and uh, take a picture on the inside. I had um, sticker like um, labels, and I had G one che- the G one checklist on one side, the G three checklist on the other. And I had to have just started collecting G2s because I have G2 pencil bin on the actual folder. But back when I had the paper checklist, I had 171 G1 ponies, four plush, three petites, three pony friends, two complete play sets and nine G2s and one custom G1. And I know I've got two custom G1s now from um, raffles and stuff. And then G3s, I had 171 G3s, two plushies, two st- three styling sized, 48 Ponybills, 8 Breezies, and 12 McDonald's Ponies. Mm. So, yes, when I move in with my uncle and he asks me how many of these things I have, I can I can say, well, I know I have over 300. <laughs> Did you want an exact count? Because <laughs> that might take me a while. Yeah, I tried to do an inventory of everything, but I think at last count we had 900? Yeah. Yeah, 900. That is, of course, across four generations, so. Yeah. All right, well, we're in ponies after dark now. So can I talk about Big Mac? Absolutely, but I am going to let you go because... I can barely oh. talk now. I am so congested, and I haven't seen that episode yet. 
Okay. But I know you want to talk about it, so I'm going to get off the air. I will watch the episode, and then I can listen to Ponies After Dark later and hear what you guys were saying. Did you watch it? You guys spoil it for me. Did Did you watch it? Summer? I've seen it. Yes, I've seen it. (laughs) All right, so you guys have fun, and I will see you when we come back from our break. Okay. Um, We are, okay, before you go, um, we are taking a two-week break, two-week hiatus, um, due to the fact that Nishi is moving next week, and I felt it was just appropriate to give her that week, to give everything a week off then. Um, after that is going to be Thanksgiving, and I'm actually going to be in the transition of going over to my uncle's house for the weekend. So it's going to be kind of like um, I'm going to have Crazy no Hector. time to talk because I'm going to be in the middle of making my yearly batch of cranberry sauce. Uh, well, I'm probably going to be baking a bunch of pies that week, too, because we have so many pies. Like, we have so many pies at work, I don't even want to talk about it. Pumpkin pie, apple pie, cherry pie, cherry... You name a pie, strawberry, pie, mince pie, pecan pie, cheesecake, strawberry upside down cake. Cheesecake's not a pie. Okay, yeah, no. Actually, cheesecake is technically a pie. Is it? Well, it's got a crust. She, so I guess she it is. is right because because it does have a crust. Yep. As I know. It, yeah, I guess you're right. It's in a filling. As long as it has a oh. crust and a filling, it's considered a pie. You are so pretty. Look at you, you pretty girl. Somebody's gonna have to take a picture. Like she, she got one of her her blankets that her great aunt Ruth made her, and she's wearing it like a shawl. It's white Aww. and it's crocheted, and it's very pretty. But anyway, so yes, I will see you guys after the two week break. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Same to you, and good luck with the move. And and I will so tell I'll, you whether I'll have to send you guys pictures once we get everything yeah. set up. Oh, and this year will be my first year since since the surgery of going out the day after Thanksgiving. Oh yay! Oh, wow. My my mother, my mother my mother my mother my mother has agreed that we will do a couple of stores. <laughs> Because it's kind of like I've gone through withdrawal now, and it's kind of like I really, really, really want to go because it's been so long. And I know it's going to hurt like crazy. (laughs) Well. But, you know, sometimes those deals are worth it. You look beautiful. I do see. I think you're gorgeous. <laughs> Kate keeps coming up to me going, why think? 
Which is, <laughs> of course, what do you think? But she's still working on putting sentences together and getting the right pronouns for things. And ah, that'll eventually come. Yeah, uh, she's doing pretty good for two and a half, I think. Yeah. Yes, but we will go ahead and let you go so that we can we can gab about Big Mac and <laughs> All right. really <laughs> Okay, yeah, you I really, two really have fun cool. gabbing about Big Mac. I will talk to you guys later. Okay. Tony night nights. Tony night nights. So okay, so I think so. So yes, I did see the oh episode. Oh my god! Oh my god! I I nearly peed my pants <laughs> when he walked up, and with that voice, it was just like <laughs> I nearly peed my pants. I I, I almost fell off the bed. I thought it was the drugs. <laughs> then as I was watching, it's like, no, it's not the meds. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was definitely, it was definitely a different episode. It was, I did not think they were going to go that route was having him dress up and wear a wig and everything, and it reminded me of, have you ever seen that movie, To Wan Fu with Love? Yes. It reminded me of To Wan Fu with Love. I was waiting for Big Mac to go up to somebody and say, little Latin boy in a dress, why are you crying? But... (laughs) Yeah, it was, I mean... um... The whole episode was about the fact that they were going to have the sisterhoods and Applejack and um, Apple Bloom were playing together all the time and Big Mac was helping Granny Smith find something and he found a toy that he used to play with with Apple Bloom and she used to love it when he used to play with it. Oh, yeah, the the little dragonfly toy. Mm-hmm. And so he brought it out, and he made it twirl, and he he thought she was going to be, like, all mystified and going, oh, my God, you found it. And she was like, oh, is that the toy we used to play with? Applejack. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she is. It is kind of neat that they touched on that. You know, Apple Bloom is all about Applejack. Applejack this and Applejack that. And Applejack's the best thing ever. And I love my big sister, Applejack. And she has an older brother. And the poor guy gets kind of pushed into the shadows by the great and glorious Applejack. And I I mean, I have to sit there. And I sat there during that episode going, Big Mac, I'll be your little sister. Oh, I know. He was because this guy was bending I, over backwards and doing everything to try and make Apple Bloom happy. And he yeah. wasn't getting points even for trying. No. I mean, um I do have three older half sisters who used to lock me in a closet while playing hide and go seek. 
Oh, well, yeah. I, I Which had, is something I didn't I have forgot. siblings. I had younger cousins that I used to try and lose during hide-and-seek, but they caught on to my trick after about a month. Well, see, at least they were smart enough to do that. I never did. <laughs> Actually, no, wait. Yeah, I did. You want to know what I did as my revenge? What's that? Because they would lock me in the closet because then they would go watch TV. I would take all my toys and pile them up in front of the TV set so they could no longer see the TV set anymore. (laughs) You should have swiped the remote. (laughs) I wasn't old enough to... Actually, that was before TVs had remotes. Uh, When you still had to do the the buttons on the TV set. Yeah, you still had to walk... You had to... Get up, physically walk your butt up to the TV set to press the button. Mm, I remember but, yeah. those days. I do too. But um, yeah, and when they went to the um, when they went to the sisterhood thing, go ahead and cheer on um, because I think because I think. Big Mac got some of some of his own lines even before he he turned into cousin. I forget what the cousin's name was, but it was the most you had ever heard from him in a very long time. <laughs> yeah, he I got a lot of lines in that episode. Yeah, first of all, I I almost fell off the bed because he was talking so much. It was like, holy crap. (laughs) Somebody put a diamond in him. He knows more than, yep, (laughs) nope. And that's a lot of work. Holy crap. He knows how to speak. (laughs) But um, then when he... Have you figured it out? It's not raining. Is that it? Okay, fine. Pony Puppy wants to go outside. (laughs) Okay. So let's take a trip downstairs. He has realized that it is not thundering. It is not raining. So let's go downstairs. It's safe to venture outdoors. Yes. Even though he has been medicated. When um when I was calling for the pony dog, I was actually calling him for medication time, which I think he likes medication time on the on the account of um we found a brand of dog we found now he normally does not like mushy dog food. Uh huh. So we never ever thought about getting him um. You know the ground up stuff. Yeah. Well, like the pate looking dog food. Yeah. Well, he um mom and I were at Walmart and they had it like, you know, a six pack. It was on clearance for like two bucks or something. So it was like it's coming with us. He'll yeah. eat it one way or another. <laughs> Even if I got four speed it to him. But um, the first time we gave it to him, 
was when we were still grinding up his uh, glucosamine pills. Uh We mixed it in because we didn't have his packets of dog food, which would normally be um, like, you know, beef stew or something like that. Right. So I added that to it, and he liked it. Well, whenever... um, before before I was taking Valium for my nerves, um, whenever there was a thunderstorm or there were fireworks, my mother would give right. him Ativan to calm him down. She'd give him like half an Ativan. And we would normally put it in liverwurst. Ooh, fancy. Well, one day I, th- I thought, you know what? But once I tried giving him, because when I started taking the Valium, it's like, you know, I have a ton of this stuff because I don't take the medication like I'm, like it's prescribed. Mm-hmm. If I took all my medication the way it was prescribed, I'd be comatose. Well, we don't want that. No. So I take it when I need it. Uh, Valium, yeah, I do take every day because I need to... It helps me sleep. Right. And I have found Wait. that it, it it has helped calm the nerve down a little bit well, if it's good. active. So it's, did, it and did you take your nighttime pills tonight? Have you taken your bedtime medication yet? Who, me? Yeah. Yes, you. I, I took it before the show started. <laughs> okay, good. I actually didn't need as much tonight as normal. Oh, well, that's good. So, even though I think um, I might actually, no, did I take a painkiller? Yeah, I took a painkiller. No, no. No, I did not. No, maybe I should. Yeah, it might be a good idea, too. Yeah. Because I don't know what's going to happen overnight. Um, anyway, I one day one day I decided, you know, let me take this, some of this. I'm going to stick the the volume in there, and I gave it to him right off the spoon. Mm-hmm. He took the spoon. He took the food off the spoon, ate it, and did not even spit out the pill. Oh, that's good. Because it used to be, you know, we'd, we'd have to, like, figure out how to get it in there so that, like, you know, he would never find... He never finds... Even if the thing is sitting right on top, he does not spit the pill out. <laughs> I think he well, has come I mean, to understand that if she is giving me this like this, there is a happy pill in there someplace, and something is probably coming that I do not want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so but anyway you done thank you it's amazing you're medicated and you walk up the stairs better than when you're not medicated <laughs> oh He's a dog. Yeah, he doesn't have to be logical. Because he'll come in the house and he'll go to run up the stairs. 
it's like, I don't know if he's, like, not quite catching the stairs or what it is, because by the time I get turn close the door, lock it, turn around and look at the stairs, he's already up the stairs. <laughs> so I don't know what it is that he's doing, but... um. It's just. It sounds like he's not quite catching the stairs, and it's. I don't know how to to, to explain it, but instead of going up, he's going down. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> Currently st- standing at the top of the stairs, staring down at me, kind of like, um, are you gonna stay down there all night? <laughs> Yes, I'm going to come up the stairs right now. Okay, that satisfied him. <laughs> but he just turned away and walked away. Anyway, he... um. The big man... I didn't tell Peter you guys... Does. Well, I didn't go tell ahead. you guys what, what happened a couple of weeks ago, did I? Um, I'm not sure. Well, I was taking him, walking him into the back. Now, I move a lot slower than he does on some days. Yeah. So he was at the top of the stairs looking down. I just turned on the light, and I had accidentally moved forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I bumped into him. And oh, no. it wasn't even it wasn't even a shove. It was just like, you know, a barely barely tapping him and you would have swore I just shoved him down the stairs because he takes off his front paws hit the, the first stair and then no paws hit any stairs thereafter <laughs> oh goodness hit the bottom of bottom and slid once again into the pile of stuff that is in front of the wall. He stood up, shook himself off, looked up at me, kind of like, well, are you coming? (laughs) So I'm standing up at the top of the stairs, having my heart just having stopped for a moment. Because I'm standing there staring at him, kind of like, oh, my God, I think I just killed the dog. Aww. Well, I mean, at least he's okay now. Yeah, he, for for all the tumbles and spills that he's been taking of late, you know, a normal dog, I think he would, he would a normal dog by now would be dead. He's a tough little guy. Yes, he is. He has to be in this family. He's the only man in the house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he he's got to be. He's, he's the man of the house. He's got to be. He's got to protect the women. He's got to protect the women folk. Which brings us back to Big Mac. <laughs> mhm. I am. I am still trying to figure out where he found that dress. <laughs> I, maybe it was it was Granny's dress when she was younger. That looks like something Granny might wear. 
I think she's a rocket. And and I think I think Granny Smith had something to do with that. Well, she must have. Because I mean, look at how she had that like smirky smile on her face when she saw Big Mac all dressed up. And it was kind of like the funniest part were the shoes. Oh, those those big shoes. Yes. Because it 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 hit a little bit of his stallion like feet. <laughs> but you could still see the very top of the stallion part. <laughs> so it's kind of like even Apple Bloom was kind of looking at him, kind of like, um, dude, you know everybody can tell, right? <laughs> well, you know, everybody except for the one judge, but <laughs> it was pretty obvious. Yeah, it was obvious to all the female judges. All the female judges kind of looked up, kind of like, okay, you didn't have to do this, but okay. <laughs> if this is your thing, match, I am not going to judge. <laughs> that was the total look he was getting from all the female judges. Yeah, or they were just kind of like, hmm, all right. <laughs> Whereas there was one male judge who was kind of looking, kind of, he was kind of eyeballing uh, Big Mac there. Yeah. In a pretty serious way now. And it was, I mean, some of the stuff, it was just hilarious. Um Oh, the talent competition where Apple Bloom thought he was not going to know the song at all. Well, yeah. And he, well, they, they had had a previous episode where he was part of like a barbershop quartet. Yeah. So he, he can sing. Yeah. It's kind of cool, actually. And he he nailed it up until the point of the very end, <laughs> where every pony was looking like, did his voice just did her voice just drop like twelve octaves? <laughs> well, I mean, I got to give him props for that. It is very difficult to sing in a way that you're trying to disguise your voice. Yeah, it's really hard. It's really hard, and he's hitting. He was hitting them notes. So he was, and having having sung in a choir, and um, actually, when I was in elementary school, um, in in music class, and we did the choir thing, um, you had even in high school, you had two degrees of soprano. You had regular soprano, and then you had super soprano, which was, if you were a super soprano, you you could hit the highest notes 
on the bar mm-hmm. without a problem. And I used to be yeah, able to do yeah. that. Unfortunately, roller coasters kind of screwed with my voice a little bit to where I went from <laughs> super super soprano to regular soprano, but I could still hit those high notes if I worked up to it. Oh, I, I unfortunately actually, could never hit those. I'm alto. I just... <laughs> Oh, I actually was doing um, music music lessons um, when I was in my high school choir. They did um, private music lessons. Oh, cool. And unfortunately, I got the short end of the stick because we had to share them with one, one other person. And she ended up with more lessons than I did because... My lesson days would end up being on like a school holiday uh, half the time. So what happened was our choir teacher after school because he would, you know, tell me, you know, just come back to the classroom and you know, I'll work with you. Because he he did not think it was very fair. So he worked with me, and I actually did the um, that one song from the movie Cats, um, Midnight, um, Moonlight Something. Uh, I can't remember the name of it right now, but I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, it's something about Moonlight. And there's actually, there was actually one section where I could... I could almost get it because it was going from a very low note to an extremely high note very suddenly. Mm-hmm. And that was the part I kept struggling with. And because I wasn't getting my music lessons, I wasn't getting my, my voice lessons, you know, I wasn't getting the practice I could with that. He And he's he was actually sitting there and he was actually looking at the music and he goes, you know what? No offense to Andrew Lloyd Webber, <laughs> but let's try this. And he took the music, he added a note. Mm-hmm. And he goes, use this note as a mid-grade note to hit that high note. So it would be kind of like a type thing. Yeah. So you could, could like, work your way up to that higher note. Right. Because it went from, I mean, an extremely low note to an extremely high one. So, That's really hard um, to do. Yeah. Unless you've you've gotten all the prats to do it. And with his yeah. extra practices with me, because he actually did more lessons with me than what I would have been normally getting. 
because of the because of the song we I had picked. Mhm. Actually, I didn't even pick it. The 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 music teacher, the um instructor had picked it for me because of my range of my range of notes. Mhm. So it was kind of like I could you know having done that seeing that part with Big Mac I I I you have to give the man props because he was a total tenor a tenor alto mhm barbershop quartet so for him to have sung in a soprano that was that was something Oh yeah, and he was he was holding those notes. Oh yeah. Um uh, and then let's see what else. Um the juggling. Oh yeah. Where he ended up juggling everything and then all of a sudden he fell. <laughs> <laughs> It's an old juggling joke, but it, but you know what? It it still works. It's a classic yes. of comedy for a reason. Exactly. And then the um. And then came the race. Yeah, and that's where it all kind of fell apart for him. Yeah. I they did win. He, I mean, I when 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 his head hit that pie, I think the manliness just I mean just ripped right through that dress. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially when he let out that belch. I mean, that was just it was like Big Mac is coming back out, and he instead of letting. When Apple Bloom was falling, falling behind, he just turned around, kind of like just grabbed her up and went, "Screw this!" Grabbed her up and. Boom. I think he knocked down every filly in the entire competition. Yeah, <laughs> he definitely plowed through everybody and and everything, which <laughs> kind of you know defeated the purpose of. The race is that it was about to be, it was supposed to be more about teamwork and, you know, working together as a pair of sisters yeah. and less about, I'm going to win now, and just sort of barreling through. But unfortunately, him having listened to her saying she really wanted to win, she really wanted to win, she really wanted to win... Yeah, I can see why he did it because well, he, he was picking up on her cues of she really wanted to win this whole thing. Yeah, I mean he was doing it all for Apple Bloom, so you can't yeah. really fault him. Yeah, and eventually, I think she eventually realized that. Because I think it was Granny Smith who kind of pointed out, um, 
kiddo, your big brother here just dressed like a girl. <laughs> Can we take a couple of seconds to think about this one? Yeah, I mean, the guy puts on a dress and a wig and, you makeup. know, strains his makeup, strains his voice, which, you know, makeup and a dress, I can't even be bothered to do that unless I absolutely have to. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, he's asked my boyfriend, it's, it's, it's enough of a fight for me to put on pants and a shirt to get out of the house sometimes. I mean, I don't <laughs> want to get dressed, but, you know, people oh kind my of God. have I'll this have thing about wearing clothes in public. <laughs> yes. So the the fact that he put on a dress, makeup, a wig, changed his voice, walked around in what are probably for him uncomfortable shoes, yeah, and ran an obstacle course all to win over Apple Bloom. Yeah. Just so that he could impress his little sister. And get her to look at him in the same light that she used to look at him. Yeah. And that was the whole point of that, was to get her to really look at him as, this is my older brother. Well, yeah. And at at the end, when he's doing... When they were talking under the tree, he brought up some yeah. salad. And I think also that was also the point where she really realized that, wow, I really have been kind of neglecting you and ignoring you. And crap, now I feel like a real idiot. Well, it's it's very easy to take some people for granted when they're just there all the time. Yeah. And That's why they're Yes, yes. <laughs> and for for Big Mac, he he made he made a good point. And that, you know, Apple Bloom's so fascinated with, with Applejack now because Applejack being part of the main six, she's helped save Equestria on numerous occasions. She's yep. this great big national hero, you know, in a way. And, of course, her little sister's going to idolize her, but she's kind of forgetting Big Mac. And yeah, I think she's she kind of... I I think it kind of brings up a point that has sort of been glossed over up until that episode is that there are a lot of characters and a lot of family members of characters that sort of get pushed to the background because the main six are such a big deal. Yeah. Which is why I think I liked, um, if you've noticed... This is not the only episode in in season five where, yeah, they had mention of 
the main six battling something or going off and doing something. But instead of following their adventures, they turn around and they're following background characters. Um, Which I like that, yeah. Oh, gosh, that episode. That was great. (laughs) (laughs) The town is being destroyed around them, but yet the main problem is the wedding, somebody screwed up the wedding invitations. (laughs) Well, I mean, they knew the bugbear was going to be taken care of. Because they had six proven heroines fighting it. It's okay. It's you know, they they've got it. It's like it's like living in Gotham and knowing that Batman is going to come in and get the guy that just ripped off the bank. So you're not even worried about the fact that your account is is overdrawn because the Joker just ran off with all your money. Because, of course, Batman's going to catch him, but you are probably mad that the restaurant mixed up your reservations. Yes. (laughs) You know? Why get mad about something that's going to be fixed? Yes. I mean, I like the fact that, yeah, they're, they're acknowledging that, you know, yes, they are off saving something, but... In the meantime, it shows that Ponyville doesn't stop just because they're off going and saving something. Yeah. Unless, it's kind of like, know, okay, business as usual. Yeah, Twilight Sparkle and everybody else are all fighting off a creature. Oh, you know, is the town going to be destroyed? Uh no. Uh okay. Well, my wedding is today. Um, uh, we need to get this done now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I do like that they started going that route in in season five. That we got to see more yeah. than just the main six. Yeah, and hopefully they do continue with that in season six. That would, be nice. that would actually be nice because actually I did not actually see the episode that actually corresponded with this one. And I don't think I want to. What? Because I think I enjoyed this episode better than, you know, uh, Applejack and Rarity going and saving somebody in Manhattan. Oh, oh. I think that, that was actually a relatively good episode. But it was it was okay. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, you got to see it. It's so fantastic. It was just it was okay. I like this episode. I like this episode. This was the episode that you had to go, "Oh my god, you have to see it." Oh, yeah, yeah. The I mean, the sisterhood social one where you know, Big Mac wears a dress. It's it, it's really, I mean, it's really good for several reasons. One, for just the ridiculousness of Big Mac in a dress, because yes, he's just not the kind of guy that you would think of doing that. And then, you know, uh, you know, another for the reason that he does it and for the points that it kind of brings up. Yeah. 
And also, it does also bring about another fact that, you know, um, drag queens, okay, all who you expect them to be. No. But really, nobody is nowadays. I mean... Yes, they do like to dress up like a woman and act like a woman once in a while. But they can be the most manliest man in the world, too. It's just like uh, bikers. Okay? Yeah. You see um big, tough guy, you know, all dressed up. Someone actually sent out a, um, a thing about this before. Um Actually, it was on uh, Facebook. Um, I'm all dressed. You see me, I'm all dressed up in leather. And you see me and you you cower away and you keep your children away. But what you don't see is me dressed up as Santa Claus, driving my Harley down for Toys for Tots to give kids toys to sick kids. Oh, yeah. And there is that preconceived notion of bikers that just mm-hmm. is very inaccurate. I mean, because yeah. a, lot, a lot of the bikers that I've met, because with doing the flea markets, well, with doing the flea market, you meet all kinds of people. Oh, yeah. A lot of the bikers that I've met down at the flea market, they're really nice guys. They've got... Oh, yeah. They've got some of the best stories, and, you know, I've heard stories of bikers that are these, you know, big, bad, macho-looking guys, and they see a kitten on the side of the road, and they tuck it inside of their jacket and feed it and take it home and make sure it's got somewhere nice to stay. Yep. So, I mean, you you never they, know just by looking at somebody. No. I mean, um, there are some that, you know, you'll see them, they'll... Um, some bikers will grow out their hair. Okay. Yep. And uh, for one of the big reasons is for love your locks or love locks or something. I can never remember locks what the chair is called. Thank you. Okay. That's the reason why they're growing out their hair is because, you know, you'll see a whole group of them. And they'll all have, like, these long ponytails. And they're all basically the same length. Because they'll get them cut off all at the same time. Get them all cut off for the wigs. And uh big reason, I mean, I know all of, all about this is my mother actually dated a, um, my, my, my mother actually dated a biker. Hmm. She actually went on a couple of, um, a couple of runs for Toys for Tots. Fortunately, she stopped going. There was actually one time where 
normally they'll always have bikers drive ahead who are cops, mm-hmm. and they'll stop cross traffic just so that you know right. the parade can continue to go. Well, one guy decided to go through the barricade and unfortunately hit a bike. Ooh. Actually got walked away with only a few scrapes and stuff, but it was his girlfriend who was riding on the back of with him who had it the worst. Mm-hmm. And they ended up having Ugh. to do a um they did a um fundraiser to help pay for her medical bills. Mm, goodness. And about the only time you ever see seen a biker pissed is during that. Because my mother said the next thing you knew, several bikers that she knew were cops suddenly went after that guy, dragged him out of the truck. Yeah, he ended up having to go to the hospital too. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, I mean at least eventually everybody came out of it okay. Yes. Yes, and and that man also learned um, never cross when Toys for Tots is going. Just be patient. <laughs> yeah, the, if there's the barricades up for a reason. You're not supposed to cross over it. Just just sit there and wait. Yeah. Well, see, basically the barricade was um, a couple of bikers. You know, it was kind of well, like if if you saw a couple of bikers at the at the in the cross on the crossway, you knew okay the 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 parade's going to be coming down here soon. And this guy couldn't have couldn't stand there and say, "Well, I didn't know because they were crossing at that point." Uh huh. So it was kind of one one of those things of you are really a bing bat. Well, he knows better now. Yes. He probably at that time of the year avoids Western Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> I would too. If I were him. But um yeah, that's another thing that this episode definitely brought up. I mean, you could be the manliest of men. But you know what? You are a softie at heart. Well, yeah, and, you know, Big Mac is a big old softie. Yes. He just hides it very well. Up until then. Well, I think he's, he he kind of embrace he embraces both sides of his personality, but it's it's just that the big macho stallion is just what we normally see. Yes, and I do wonder if we will ever see an episode where that one judge. Ends up at Sweet Apple Acres asking about um, what did he call himself? Cousin? 
Cousin Sweet Bloom or something? I cannot remember. Better time. I I saw that episode a couple weeks ago, so I am not sure. I saw it last week. I you know I'd love to I'd love to see him come up to Sweet Apple Acres and ask how she is doing, and how he can get in touch with her and have Big Mac kind of standing there, kind of like, um, <laughs> who who's going to tell him? Should I tell him? Uh, Granny Smith, can 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 you can can you take care of this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I can just see the big wide eyes, kind of like, "Oh, Granny Smith, please, please help." <laughs> Danger, Will Robinson. Yeah, that's going to be an awkward explanation. Yeah, but it would be a it would be an explanation I would love to see. <laughs> Definitely. I definitely have to say that. Speaking of sisters, um, after seeing that episode and actually having gotten together with my friends over the weekend, I wish Nishi would have been on for this part. I actually contacted my older sisters. Well, actually two of them, two out of the three. Mm. Because only two of them actually accepted my friend request on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And only one of them talks to me. Ah. On the off occasion, and I, because she's she's initiated conversations. I've initiated them every once in a while. And it's like you know, I just got that urge to go ahead and you know contact both of them, see who who contacts first. Um, we now have plans to probably go out to dinner within within the next few weeks. <laughs> oh, that's kind of cool. And she is willing to drive me. I told her, you know, I like getting. I've been trying to get out with more with people. Unfortunately, my my biggest hurdle is driving issue. Mhm. Because, you know, I can't drive at night unless somebody is in the car with me. Um. I can't drive when it rains unless there's somebody in the car with me. I can't drive if I've taken this medication. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, um, when can I drive? <laughs> when it's bright and sunny out and you have not had any med- taken any meds. Actually, you know what? I have driven after I've taken a painkiller. I have noticed that does not make my head fuzzy. <laughs> well, and that's I was actually good that, and I actually was able to do a Fast and Furious type thing. <laughs> oh, I had to drive my. We we had to bring my car back home, and mm-hmm. i i had taken a perk. I had taken a perk set because I knew my knee was going to be hurting. Because uh-huh. we we're going to be going out, to, it was already hurting, uh-huh. and I knew we were going to be going out to dinner soon enough. So we picked up the car. We figured we'd have enough time before the meds would kick in. Drove the car straight into the back. Was able to. to I was able to. 
execute a three-point turn perfectly to turn the car around. Oh. Without hitting anything. <laughs> wow. I got out the car. I walked up to my I walked up to my mother's van and I told her I think I drive better when I'm on medication. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> because man, normally it's like like you know, move half an inch, move half an inch, move half an inch, move half an inch, move half an inch. Yeah, and the, and the funniest thing was uh, because they used to lock me in the closets. And she said she would drive me, and she would not lock me in a closet. Uh-huh. So I had to go one step further. And I said, no, I just have to worry about the... No, she said I wouldn't have to worry about any closets. I said, no, I just have to worry about the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> so she laughed, and she goes, oh, you don't have to worry about that. I drive a Buick Enclave, so you can get out. No trunk. (laughs) (laughs) So she at least got that I was joking around. Which is a good thing. Yes. Uh, We are actually about to lose our record time and be cut off. (laughs) Yep. I didn't realize how it was. Yeah, I didn't either. Well, I guess I'll see you in two weeks then. Yes, I will see you in two weeks, and I will have to email you tomorrow after I've watched the final episode of Quantum Leap because, you know what, I am going to need to talk to somebody about it. Yes, now keep in mind it's been a while since I've seen it, but... Well, see, it's the whole fact that I found out there is one person who played a character in the very first episode... Mhm. Plays the bartender in the bar. In the very last episode, that's where I had to go talk to my mother, and she goes, "Yeah, that's God." Yeah. And I looked at her, kind of like, "You couldn't have just let me find that out on my own tomorrow. You just had to ruin it." Oh, <laughs> uh, spoilers! <sighs> it's like you, you, you evil woman (laughs) (laughs) so but yes I will I will go ahead and let you go you have a very happy happy Thanksgiving I will try I hope you get some time off oh well I'm getting Thanksgiving off because I gotta do the cooking this year well, then you're going to hate me. <laughs> you don't have to do any cooking, right? No. I'm taking a half a day on the Wednesday before. I get Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving, Saturday, Sunday, and I took that Monday off. Oh, well, you know, I work I get in a bakery, a, so. <laughs> I, get a, I get a mini vacation. Well, you enjoy it. I definitely will. And we'll definitely talk with you guys in a couple of weeks. All right. I'll tell you all about it. (laughs) I will talk to you then. 
Talk good, with you good. Then. All right. <laughs> nice. Bye-bye. Is that it? Are we alone? <sighs> well, it's going to be a hard two weeks. But we will see you in December. On December 2nd, to be exact. Until then... <laughs>